welcoming you to the next episode of my podcast. Uh, This time around, I wanted to talk about Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. I wanted to look at some different relationships that are formed over the course of the story, uh, the first of which being the relationship between Jane and Bingley. The topic of marriage pretty much takes up the majority of the book, and you can see that almost everyone, all of the characters, end up married by the end of it, but some of the couples are probably happier than others, and I think a point that Jane Austen wanted to make was that um, compatibility and like mutual respect is a very important part of what we would consider a happy marriage. I did watch the movie after finishing reading the book just to kind of see uh, the difference, and I think that it was um, a bit more focused on the romance aspect of it, which sounds odd because this book is uh, a romantic sort of story about love and marriage and all that, but like the movie focused very much on the like romance aspect where I think the book was more focused on the uh, practical side of things. The the couples that worked in the book, I believe, worked because the people in in these partnerships were similar and different enough to get along, whereas the movie was very much focused on the, like, the, the storytelling and, like, well, not storytelling, but the, um, more fanciful side of like oh wouldn't this romance be just great if this happened like this and the book was more of a satire towards marriage it was kind of almost instructional like if you want a happy marriage this is like kind of how things work and you see that with characters like Jane and Bingley who are compatible meaning like they worked together as a couple because they were so similar in that they were also like very kind-hearted very uh sort of um i want to say people pleasers they worked together because of their similarities and to contrast that people like elizabeth and darcy those uh two as a couple worked because they were similar they were both intelligent they were both stubborn but also they were opposites The book is told kind of from Elizabeth's perspective, or like with her as the main focus, so we know that she is very witty, she's very uh, kind of uh, outgoing, she loves talking to people, and we can see her in her element when she is bantering back and forth with people, Um, her conversations with Wickham, her conversations with everyone at the party that she had, and to contrast that, Darcy is this unsociable, like, I don't want to talk to anyone here. He he doesn't um, branch out and get to know people. So the contrast there is that maybe in a partnership and in a marriage, Elizabeth would help get Darcy out of his shell. She would kind of drag him into her little um, socializing sphere. Maybe he would get better at that aspect of things. And likewise, um, Elizabeth was very, like, quick to judge people based on first impressions, and Darcy kind of taught her 
to not do that. Uh, he taught her to like look beyond that, look at the actual motivations that someone has uh, by doing something. So they teach each other things and also complement each other as a partnership. So unlike Jane and Bingley and Elizabeth and Darcy, which are these two couples that we know really like worked and they got along really well in the book, there are also quite a few couples that didn't uh, end up as happily. Um, like the main one that you would think would be Lydia and Wickham, that's probably not going to work out. They have two opposing ideas of what they want from this relationship. Lydia is wanting the adventure, oh, sorry, <laughs> wanting the adventure and like thrill of like running away with this uh, handsome soldier. And Wickham is like purely in it for the money and probably because Lydia is a young, pretty girl and it's probably not going to work, but we don't know. That's kind of left ambiguous in the book. Um, another relationship that we see that didn't probably isn't going to work out in like a romantic way would be Charlotte and Mr. Collins. They That was a marriage of um, pra uh, practicality outside of just like, oh, we get along. It was, uh, she wanted a um, stable place in life and he wanted a wife and it was a marriage of convenience and there's neither like neither side is like really like they don't particularly like each other but they get along enough to have this partnership which is pretty much all it is and there's actually another one that i was thinking of a marriage that like doesn't really show a happy marriage but it's um sort of the like outcome of what incompatible people become like in a marriage I think which is uh, Mr. and Mrs. Bennett they are kind of like that stereotypical um, bickering old couple like Mr. Bennett is always sort of putting Mrs. Bennett down like treating her like she's kind of silly and foolish and Mrs. Bennett on the other hand is like constantly nagging on him telling him to do things like oh you have to go and do all these things for our daughters. Don't you understand my nerves? And it's portrayed as like a humorous um, comedic thing. And it is. It's funny. There's a lot of funny moments with it in the book. But also that's that stereotypical marriage that no one really wants, but always ends up popping up in like movies and uh, TV shows. It's always like the bored husband and the nagging wife. And I don't think that's a good... A representation of a, like a good happy marriage so like there's another with, with those two there's another marriage that didn't quite work out uh, and it shows you like um two people after a long time of being together who probably weren't uh as compatible with each other as they maybe should have been <laughs> Austin kind of shows us all of these different relationships as a kind of, um, kind, uh, just like examples, I think, of what can go right and what can go wrong, maybe what to, um, avoid, like, people like Wickham who seem really charming but then end up being not so charming as you learn more about them. It's all sort of, um, 
satire of like a romantic story unfolding. So there's a lot to kind of learn from Pride and Prejudice, which I think the movie kind of glossed over, making it only about the romance and the drama. <laughs> so thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great day.